Welcome everybody to the message with yours truly, Angel. Now first off, I am incredibly blessed to have you guys tune in for the first, yes folks, first podcast episode in the series. Now this is definitely new territory for me, but I feel like it was something that I needed to do. And of course, Jesus has given me the faith I needed to even jump into this in the first place. And uh, as a matter of fact, this whole podcast idea was something I came up with around a year ago. And... I just felt like it was about time that I took initiative on this. I want you guys to know that this whole podcast is not only to motivate you guys, but to also have some insight on life through my eyes. Now, of course, know that everything that I do will be to glorify God. So just be aware of that as I share insight on these episodes. So first off, I hope everybody's enjoying the 2016 year so far. For some people, the new year is a way to signify new opportunity, a clean slate, if you will, a way to let go of old habits from last year and begin a new chapter. But as we all know, it's a lot easier said than done. So how do we go about accomplishing our resolutions for the new year and not putting them off to the side only to save it for next year? Well. I think one of the most important ingredients in accomplishing any goal is, quite frankly, first knowing in your heart that you can do it. I mean, frequently I'll see people with so many dreams, so many aspirations, so many goals, but yet never act on it because they really don't even think they can do it. And I never understood that, honestly. I mean, after all, we're all human beings with a brain that is more than capable of accomplishing so many great things in the world we live in today. If there's anything, anything at all that resonates with you throughout this whole podcast, it's that yes, you can do it. You can do some amazing things in the world we live in today, but you first have to believe that you can. I mean, your mind is where it all starts. Everything else follows after that. Your decisions will come from what you believe. I mean, for example, there are people who have spent hundreds, thousands, if not millions of dollars investing in their goals. So one question I'd like to ask you is, you think they would spend so much money investing if they didn't believe in themselves? Remember this, folks. If you don't believe in yourself, you won't take risks. And with great risk comes great reward. Okay, Angel. You definitely have a point. And believe it or not, I now have the motivation to get started, but there's just one thing. What now? Well, I think one of the other most important ingredients in accomplishing your goal, besides, well, first off, knowing that you can accomplish it, is organization. But what do I mean by that? Well, first, we need to go over the concept of time management. And now, back in sixth grade, and believe it or not, my memory does go that far back. It goes so far back, I actually remember parts of my second birthday ever. But uh, that's for another discussion. Anyways, I had a class called CORE, right? And most, if not all, sixth graders took this class. We went over several different topics, you know, but I happen to not remember any of them except for time management. And while I do remember this topic, I wish I paid a lot more attention in it because Quite frankly, I would have dodged a lot of mistakes. And I mean, let's face it, poor time management plagues so many Americans today. I mean, let's be honest, right? 
Most, if not all of us, have responsibilities and don't have 24 hours in a day to just work on a specific task. And that's fine. That's perfectly acceptable. In fact, that's normal. So let's do a little math here. Most people sleep, I would say, around an average of six hours a day. Now, most folks will go and argue, no, it's eight, but listen, I don't know about you, I don't know anyone that sleeps more than eight hours a day. So let's just leave it at six. So 24 minus six equals 18 hours. So now that's 18 hours in your waking day. But uh, most people have jobs, so let's take away eight hours out of that. So that equals 10 hours. That's 10 hours in your waking day that you have to work on passions, goals, dreams, and a lot more. Not that much time now, huh? Well, not if you don't know how to use that time wisely. And that's what this all comes down to, folks. Prioritizing. You see, what some people fail to realize is that they end up prioritizing the wrong things. I mean, most people go on TV or on social media for hours on end when that time could have been used for something a lot more productive. I'm sure a lot of you guys have gone through this, but next time if you end up in this situation, ask yourself, did watching TV for three hours really help your day be more productive? I mean, did spending two hours on Instagram really help you grow as an individual? Let me answer this for you. Probably not. Now, unless you're a director studying films on TV, or you specialize in marketing on Instagram or something like that, you're probably not using that precious time you have to your advantage. Now, there's nothing wrong with watching TV for a little bit or even updating your Facebook status. But what I wanna emphasize to you guys is that just make sure that every single day, you're progressing and working little by little towards achieving your goals. Okay, so what are some ways to help use your time effectively, you may ask. With me personally, I love using calendars and to-do lists to help me stay organized. This isn't even something that's hard to do, so it only really takes a couple of minutes to either write it down or even put it on your phone or computer. Now, with me personally, what I like to do is, since I have an iPhone and MacBook, I'll use the iCloud to help the two kind of stay in sync with each other. For example, if I put something on my phone, I'll be able to either update it or you know do something else with it on my MacBook and of course vice versa. So I like using the calendar app because I can visually see what's in front of me, you know, whether it be free time throughout the day or an event coming up. And of course that goes with writing it down as well. So what I like to do is every single Sunday night, I will put everything on the calendar for the week ahead. Now it helps me remember important events because I mean, I can go around it if something were to pop up. Now to-do lists are also very helpful and I actually suggest you know to have it go hand in hand with the calendar because it goes a lot more specific and goes into the little bitty details on the hours that you do have free. So what I do is that every night on the reminders app on my phone, I'll put everything I need to do the next day. Now it can consist of making sure that I read the Bible first thing in the morning, working on music later on in the day, making sure I get a workout or some sort. <laughs> Um, spending time researching a topic for something, whether it be like podcasting and learning several different techniques, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. Even, you know, stupid little things like making sure I iron my clothes for the next day at work. So what, you know, what, what's so cool about this is that once you, you know, you finish that list, there's a very satisfying feeling because 
you know that you use your day as productive as possible because at the end of the day, everything on that list is what you want it done. So, you know, it's a good way to keep track and making sure that, you know, Angel, you still have X amount of things to do. Let's get to it type thing. So another thing that I do want to mention is that once you do your to-do list, if you decide this is something that you want to do, make sure that everything on the list is organized by, let's say the first thing on the list is something you want done first in the morning because you want to prevent your mind kind of scrambling around going, uh, which one's more important? Which one should I do first? You know how your day works out. So things that you want done first in the day, have them first on the list. Okay, so now that you know that you actually do have the time to focus on accomplishing your goals well, now how exactly do you start? So for this, I'm gonna use an example of a goal that most people have for the new year, and that's starting a diet and hitting the gym. Now, the reason why I'm using the gym is because, honestly, in my opinion, the gym in a way is a metaphor to life because fitness takes so much discipline whether it be eating, working out. Staying fit is a 24-hour job, whether people want to admit it or not, and requires a lot of hard work and consistency. Now, say it again with me, folks. Success equals hard work plus consistency. That's the recipe to success because they need to go hand in hand with one another, and here's why. You can work hard for one day of the week or just not be consistent at it, and guess what? You won't be successful at it. You won't get the results that you want or probably deserve from that. But the reason why is because you're not consistent at it. Now, on the flip side, if you can be consistent with something, but if you're not working hard at it, then what's the point? So anyways, we're gonna go through, let's say the scenario is you wanna lose 10, 15, 20 pounds, and you wanna start hitting the gym. You wanna make this a habit, but you don't know where to begin. So. First, the important key to this is first knowing how to lose weight. And it's a simple formula. Less carbs, more protein. Stay away from sugar. Another reason for that is because sugar actually digests very quickly in the body. So unless you're using it to replenish lost sugars after a workout, which is the only time that it'd be acceptable, it's gonna turn directly into fat. Now, if you didn't know that before, know that now. I'm not saying stay away from Snickers forever, but limit the amount. Really, my advice is stay away from milk, starchy foods such as pasta and bread. More chicken, more fish, and plenty of veggies. And uh, actually plenty of water too, because water actually keeps the body at, you know, at a high rate, the metabolism, and helps you actually lose weight faster. Avoid eating out when possible. Make sure that you prepare your meals in advance using Tupperware. Uh, people like to do meal prep Sunday, which is something that if you look it up, this is what people do. That on Sunday, they'll prepare all their meals either for the week or for the next three days, things like that. Uh, you kind of gauge you know, with your schedule where that's possible. So anyways, here comes the fun part, the gym. Now, I want you to view the gym as essentially a way to help you burn calories faster than being on a diet alone. So for some reason, people have this notion that I gotta do cardio, I gotta do cardio. I never understood that because when in reality, weight training actually burns more calories than cardio because it's resistance training. Cardio, I mean, it's, it's more endurance. I get it with the heart rate, but if you just take less rest between workouts, you get the same amount of you know rate in your heart going up. So just putting that out there. I want you to see cardio as a way to burn off extra calories. So I honestly would limit to once a week. Some people have different metabolism rates, 
Like mine is very fast, so I can go get away with, you know, like once a week. If your metabolism's a lot slower, then maybe two to three times a week, okay? So the next part is, all right, I got that part, Angel, but there's a lot of machines in the gym and I don't even know how to work these things out. All right, that's fine. Some people are new, they've never, you know, touched a weight or machine before. So either, I would try asking around, it could be people that actually know what they're doing or trainers. I mean, they're not gonna give you a hard time. They're not gonna charge you for showing you how to use a bench press machine, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you're a little bit more shy, there's a website called bodybuilding.com and this website is amazing. There's a huge database on different exercises. It actually tells you the form, what muscle it targets. So if you wanna work out your back and you don't know specific exercises for that, you can actually look for exercises that target that. If you work out at home, you can put the equipment that you have available and they'll show you exercises for that as well. There's not only that, but they also have different types of recipes for your diet. So let's say you're a big fan of chicken or you're a big fan of pasta even though you shouldn't be eating pasta, but the days that where you can kind of fit it in, what are some healthy recipes to make sure that you're not negating the effect of working out? So they have that as well. They even have a calculator to actually show you how many calories you can eat a day. So check that website out, bodybuilding.com, and they're just an amazing website with a ton of resources available. And they actually sell supplements too, so there's that. Another thing that I do wanna recommend, there's this application called MyFitnessPal. Now, MyFitnessPal is available for people who have the iPhone, so you can check it out on the App Store, and you can also check it out on the Android Store, I think it's called. Forgive me if, I, if that's not what it's called. But if you have an Android and iPhone, you can download this app for free. Now, what this app does, and it's incredible because I dedicate a lot of my success when it comes to diet and fitness to MyFitnessPal. So MyFitnessPal is essentially, you start out with, you know, you can log in through Facebook or whatever. You tell them what your target weight is. So let's say you weigh um, a 155 or something like that, and you want to drop 15 pounds by this month. You know, or like in two months, I want to be up to this weight. It tells you how many calories a day you need to eat, how much protein, how much carbs you're allowed. And so it helps you stay on track. You can put your weight. So to kind of measure your progress, they have a huge database on food. So let's say you drink a uh, eight ounce Tropicana juice, right? Orange juice. So what you, they also have a barcode scanner. So what you can do is that, you know, using your camera on your phone, you can actually scan the barcode and put the amount that you drank. So if you, you know, have something with a barcode or like, let's say you ate some trail mix from a vending machine, there's always a way to kind of track that down. So it's pretty cool because, you know, maybe you're curious about a certain food and you want to put it on your phone. Like, let's say I did eat it. Oh, how does this affect my goal for the day? And it tells you, nope, stay away from it because it has too much sugar. So it helps you stay on track. So anyways, I now have given you all the necessary tools for you to begin a goal. And the next step, do it. Conquer that goal. To sum everything up I said in this episode, folks, you first have to find out what you want to accomplish. And of course, know that you can accomplish it. Don't ever forget that. Second, you need to find out what you need to do to accomplish it. What do you need to invest in? What do you need to buy? Do you need to research certain stuff? Do you need to buy certain things? Things like that. Find out what you need to do to accomplish that goal. And of course, third, execute that plan. Conquer it. Because planning is so important. And of course, striving to reach goals is what makes us accomplish so many great things in life. It's what keeps us alive. When you stop progressing in life is, in my opinion, when you're dead. 
You should always grow, always strive to progress, never settle, never be satisfied in life. You can be content with your situation, but always strive to move forward. Always know that there's something better ahead of you, but it doesn't come easy. You'll need to sacrifice yourself for it. Sacrifice time, energy, blood, sweat, and tears. But guess what? If it was easy, everybody would do it. So do something today, folks, that you will thank yourself five years down the line. And you'll be amazed at the doors that will open because of your hard work and consistency. Anyways, folks, I hope that I was able to help you out. I know you can do it. And don't forget to dream big. Guess what? Because our God is big. And don't ever limit yourself because God made you, yes you, to be able to do great things in this world in his name. Don't ever forget that. God bless you guys. And until next time, this was The Message with Angel.